At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 238 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by another Katie. Hey! Ah! Under Katie. Under Katie. <laughs> Katie Forrest. Thank you. A whole Katie Forrest. Oh my a God. whole forest. Not even like a park with trees. A whole forest. A whole forest. So today we will be discussing part three. Ding the bell. Of chapter 14 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Felix Felicis. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to squish your way through the details. If you are a patron who's listening live, you understand. Yep. And before we begin, let's go to Meg's Mouse Tales for some weekly profit news. I actually kind of thought that it could go to all of us because I figured we should just have a brief little chat about Harry Potter the exhibition at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia because we just got back from it. Sure. It was a good time. I had a good time. It was time. a good time. Um so anybody who doesn't know Philadelphia is hosting Harry Potter the exhibition the first city in years. Um obviously because of COVID, etc. Um I'm not sure where the exhibition was before this, but it is being run by like a whole different company now than it was. Um, but it is at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. I want to say that it's going on through. Hold on. Katie, talk about how much you liked it while I look that up. <laughs> <laughs> no dead air here. Um, it was cool. So did me and Meg went to the Harry part of the exhibition in like 2009. Yeah, and it was in Chicago. Chicago. Um, and just comparing the two, it was like two very different experiences, but two very good. So like now, 
back then leaves den wasn't open that wasn't even a thing because mm-hmm. they were still filming the movies they were still filming at leaves den so yes. they weren't gonna let us walk around there right they no. should have because <laughs> do you know who i am but <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> massive harry potter fan um so the last time it was like a lot of props but now all those props are over at leaves den in their proper home so there were still props, but there was a lot more like interactivity and more photo ops and that sort of thing, which was cool to experience. Um, like, it, I'm sure, I don't know if we've posted it yet, but we absolutely will. We all took a picture behind Umbridge's desk. <laughs> yes. <was> ridiculous. <laughs> uh, we all took a picture with the hot cup of fire. Um, it was cool. There was like a room that had like, you went to the middle of it and there was like spokes and it was like a different room for each house that had a couple character costumes or something special to the house like Gryffindor sword. Um, it was fun. One little kid it, was really upset about the sword. Why? Because why? the end wasn't pointed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Doesn't he know that it has been used in battle? Right. I Still bet the, worn down. the tip of that sword broke off inside the basilisk's head. Right. And thus took on the venom of the basilisk. Right. So of course it's it's not going to be pointed anymore. Sorry. You're lucky it looks shiny and beautiful at all. You're lucky there's not parts of Nagini's head. <laughs> That's too real. Okay. That's a horcrux, you know. Yeah. Um what else? Oh, I loved the beginning room where you scan your bracelet. So you have to make these profiles before you go in. And um so like as you go through you get to do like special little things and you earn points for your house. And so like in the one of the first rooms, I think it's like the second room technically. You scan your bracelet on there and the whole, um, like all four walls and even the, the floor, I believe, mm-hmm. was the Marauder's Map. And your name pops up on a little piece of parchment. Just That like. was freaking cool. And so I got a picture of my name, of course. And then, so Sarah's, <laughs> Sarah just put Sasa in her. She felt really bad because hers popped up over somebody else's name. What? And she was like, oh, uh, oops. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not your fault. You can't control right. where it goes. Oh, but that was pretty cool. I fangled pretty hard when my name popped up on that little scroll. Yeah, I, we got a picture of her out. with it. I freaked that was out. Cool. That was really cool. So, like, that whole aspect was very different from when Katie and I went in Chicago all those years ago. Like, there was no interactivity whenever we did it. It was very um, costume and... Yeah, it was very costume and prop heavy and like no, there there was nothing interactive except, except they did have like, um, they did have the Quidditch where you could like play and like, sh- and like throw the Quidditch, so throw fun. the quaffles through the, the hoops. That was fun. Except like this time it was like, oh, you're earning points for your house, which was kind of cool. And then they also did have the Mandrakes. Back in the day, too, um, where you could, like, take a photo while you were, like, Back pulling one day. out, which was really cool. Um, so, like, a couple things were the same, but, like, all of, like, the screen-type interactivity things, mm-hmm. that is all new to the exhibition. Also, I found that it's going to be in Philadelphia through September 18th. Yeah, that's a good little um, while. So, it's there for September? a while. I wonder, yeah, oh, wow. I wonder where it's um, headed to after that. 
they are um very secretive with like where it's going i i remember this for at least if it's going to be the same as last time it was very much like we're probably not going to know until like july where it's going next and it could be like europe Mm. it could be somewhere Mm. in the u.s like it goes all over the place so we really have no idea it was pretty big i thought it was bigger than i thought it was a good size yeah, I, I was worried it was going to be really short, and it, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it wasn't. You got what did you spend there? Three hours, and we spent two. Yeah, about. I think about yeah, yeah. three and a half ish, maybe. Sarah and Marty and myself had some grand <laughs> travel adventures on that Friday morning. Yeah, they were to, supposed to get in at the same yeah. time as us. Um, so it's not. And we were going to like Uber together <laughs> to the hotel. And they did not arrive until we were already at the Institute. (laughs) So long story short, um, the TSA security check line at Cleveland was from one end of the airport to the other. Unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life. And I've, I've flown a lot. You, You could say I've flown a lot. And it we usually get there like two two and a half hours early i think we got there like two hours early this time because none of us had to check a bag so we're just gonna we were like this is gonna be great we're gonna walk through security we're gonna go sit have a bagel my usual airport breakfast god said oh nay nay you're gonna miss your (laughs) flight baby so they even delayed it a little bit missed our flight first flight i've ever missed in my life i think the same for marty and sarah so we go We have to cancel our entire flight with American Airlines, rebook with United on a plane. Thank God it was bigger because I don't like small planes. But on a plane to Newark, New Jersey, from Newark, New Jersey, we took the train back to Philadelphia and got dropped off downtown Philly. But I got to say that train ride was great. I saw a quality pooch at the train station. It sniffed me with loving eyes. <laughs> I wanted to steal it, but I said, no, don't do that. You don't need to spend your time in jail. And then we got to the Institute and Marty went to the hotel and walked around and got pretzels. But honestly, I am shocked that it worked out as well as it did. Yeah, yeah. honestly, when I heard that you guys were going to be missing your flight, I looked at Katie and I was like, I think we're going to be having a solo trip this weekend. <laughs> and honestly, I just didn't think it was going to work out. I mean, the one that they wanted to book us on was like later that night. And I was like, well, if that's the only flight that we can get booked on, I go, we might as well not go. Right. Yeah. yeah because that would that. be an entire day missed. And, you know, it's a working trip. And the, the reason you be missing the reason. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Institute was, you know, like the main reason of going. But luckily, United had that flight. You know, not it was like I think our flight was at 740. We were still I hadn't been scanned yet, like the body scan hadn't been scanned yet when the plane took off. And it was so bad. And I was sweating so much. It was so hot in there. So crazy. But It's not Cleveland Airport technically's fault. It's the understaffing. So I don't know whose trickle down fault that is. I'm sure. It's bigger than what I know, but there is a lack of staffing. And I'm not going to get mad at somebody for a lack of staff. Like, don't get mad at the staff. You know what I mean? Right, right. They're yeah. do- they don't want this to happen either. They'd yeah. rather 
not get yelled at by people. So, yeah. So yeah. I've heard some things about their pay and it got, got increased and then it got cut and then people Oof. quit. It is what it is. Anyways, we made it safely. That's all I care about. And we had a good time. Yeah. Great time. to know that they are making the TSA agents angry. And like that makes me feel real safe to fly. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> Um, I just want to point out that Sarah and Tiffany loved to blame travel issues on me and Katie. <laughs> and I'm thinking it's Cleveland. It's so, just Cleveland. It's just it's Cleveland. either it's, Cleveland or it's when Swish travels east. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to blame that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens for Denver Leaky Con. And if yeah. all goes well for that... We've never all been went well when together. Katie and I all went well when Katie and I w- had to go to LA. That's true. So that you better knock on minute. wood. <gasps> Wait, no, there was one. Yeah, but thing. that had nothing to do with the Swiss That's travel true. part. That That's was true. my fault. I our flight got canceled coming home from Chicago, but that was on me. You done messed up. Yeah. Anyway, I loved the exhibition. Yeah. The only thing I will say is that like once you go to Leavesden, nothing compares. And and I don't mean that what a in sad life you lead. I know, I know, but like I don't mean that in the sense of like it wasn't good because I've been to Leavesden. And like I also understand that it's unrealistic for everybody to be able yes. to get there. Very unrealistic, yeah. Um but I I was disappointed with the amount of props and costumes. Like I was hopeful that there would have been more. Because when I went in 2009 to Harry Potter, the exhibition, it was much more prop and costume heavy than it was this time. Even down to like the, the Fort Anglia. And like do you cool think it's like that. like that because of Leavesden? I do. Yeah. Okay. So I think that like when we went the last time, Leavesden didn't exist and they didn't necessarily have a place to store all of this stuff. So like, why not put it out on exposit, ex- exhibition? You know what I mean? So like... Yeah. Yeah, they could send they could send like super important props out and nobody there would be nobody being disappointed elsewhere because there was no right. place else for you to see them. Right. But like now people travel to Leavesden to see those things. So like right. you can't necessarily, you know, send <laughs> Yeah, you can't like send off all of the best costumes on exhibition and then people go to Leavesden while this is going on and yeah, and they're sorry, like, what we the don't heck? have the they're like, oh, I'm sorry, it's today. traveling. It's in Philly right now. And they're like, I just traveled to London. So like, yeah. So like, I understand why it was a little bit less. But I guess I, I was I didn't think about that until I was there. And I was like, oh, I guess I understand why now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But like, as something that is traveling and giving access to more people, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. I loved it. It was really cool. I I cried at the beginning. I mean, so did I. Yeah. I cried everything like that. Yeah. You swell that music up and I cry. Oh. Every time. I know. Yeah. I know. They could have just had a room with just the WB symbol coming through the clouds (laughs) and I would have sobbed. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's just something about like, like when you see that symbol coming through the clouds and it steadily like gets darker and darker as each film goes on. 
I, I got chills there's, thinking about it. There's just something about it. Like, especially sitting there and seeing Deathly Hallows Part 2 with Sarah and just like, this is it. Right. And when yeah. that symbol came through, I was a wreck. And it was the beginning of the movie. And I was like, well, guess why you're going to cry more? Because this is not, yep. a, not a happy ending. <laughs> kind <Yeah>. of. <sighs> the one thing I did like more about the exhibition than... Even the previous exhibition or leaves in is all of the photo opportunities, like the interactive photo opportunities, like being able to sit at like a replica of Umbridge's desk. That was awesome. Being able to go right up to like the Chamber of Secrets door and Mm -hmm. take a photo. Hagrid's chair. Yeah, Hagrid's chair and like being in his garden, going, um, going into the cupboard to like take a photo those kind of things were really, really cool because, like, at Leavesden, it's obviously very hands-off because it's yeah. the real thing. So, like, you cannot go and take a picture in so, the cupboard. I have a question because I didn't do, which is really kind of silly, like, I didn't do a whole lot of, like, reading the plaques for different things. Were a lot of those, like, original props or, like, secondary props since they were in glass cases? Um. So, I a lot of them, I think, were... They they would have like okay sorry let me backtrack here so like in the Hogwarts house room okay I did notice that like they had like one big important outfit at least from each of the houses but then the other ones tended to just kind of be like student or or it was a prop that they clearly have many of you know like the sort of gryffindor i'm sure that they have multiples of those yeah the i was wands. thinking about that or with the, the wands the wands yeah. for sure cuz they yeah. broke like a million of those right. but yeah. one thing i was wondering about specifically like for that question i asked um you know if they were like the real deal cuz i'm sure there's, there's got to be multiples of things made duplicates and just in case this rips blah 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 yeah um but like I whether it was something that was on him or not, Voldemort's robes and the wear and tear and Mm -hmm. dirt on them was so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I loved it. And now whether that was used in the film, like literally on screen or not, I really don't care. But like I, I would loved, imagine it was. I loved the detail of that, and that's something that like doesn't necessarily get like to the viewer on screen, especially mm-hmm. like the color of Voldemort's robes because we always like they always like look black, but there's a green tinge to them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is very very cool. But I I absolutely adored it. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. Yeah, I liked that room a lot. That room, I feel like, had the most props in it. It was like all of the Horcruxes. The door to the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah. It was huge. It was was enormous. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, there are definitely definitely (laughs) aspects of it that are very different from anything that I've seen before, which is really cool. Actually, quite a bit of the interactivity reminded me a lot of the Warner Brothers studio tour in Hollywood, because that's mostly yeah, what, yeah, I would that's mostly what that is. I mean, they don't really have many props at Warner Brothers studio tour mm-hmm. Hollywood. They only have like a Marauders map in one of the Fort Anglias. I think that that's like, they have like a little cabinet. They have a couple little cabinets. Like they have a Dobby. They've got Harry's glasses, a letter, like kind of, I don't like kind of more like generic type props that they clearly made a ton of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. 
But anyway, yeah, it's in Philly until September. Uh, and we don't know where it's going next, but the exhibition is a traveling thing. I'm so excited it's back. Do it if you can. Yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend it if you can. Get tickets early because they they've been sell selling out. out. They're like sold advance. out for a couple weeks, I think. Till May, I think. Yeah. Something oh, and, like that. And we had our first meetup in a couple of years. Yeah. Oh we my did. gosh, yes. Yes. I met Steph. Right? The bookish biologist. Katie just You know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like so happy to have met um more people. We met Lori Kim came, the author of this right. book. Like yeah. she walked in and I was like, You look familiar, even with a mask on. And then she takes it off. She's like, Hey, it's me. I was like, Oh my god. It's and then you. I heard her voice. She's like, I'm the Snape lady. I'm like, Oh my god. I was like, what? I know where you are. But like I told her, I was like, I wish you to told me you were coming i brought my book for you to sign <laughs> but it was just it was so cool to be able to hang out with some of our swish and flick listeners it was great i loved it yeah yeah it was also it was really really loved that coffee shop it was great yeah my shout Cappuccino out to elixir great great spot they totally didn't mind us being there it was a nice little corner we got with everybody yeah it was really cool yeah and we definitely plan to do more meetups this year uh to correlate with our travels so like be on the lookout for uh, we'll do one in orlando but it's just gonna be katie and i so hopefully that's not disappointing to anybody but (laughs) (laughs) we'll definitely (laughs) we'll definitely be doing a meetup in orlando over leaky con um we're gonna be doing a meetup in portland let me throw this one out there real quick um kent ohio is doing wizardly weekend this yes. summer we will be at wizardly world of kent yes. july mm-hmm. 22nd and 23rd mm-hmm. i probably won't be around for the 22nd however i probably will be there for the 23rd so if you want to <gasps> mark that on your calendars i know last time when we were there and we did like the live pod and the trivia we had a ton of people show up yeah, so, I'm excited. If you want to make, if you want to have a great summer vacation in Kent, Ohio, make <laughs> hey, your it's plans. It's a cool place, man. Make your, it is. It is it's a great little college town. It's got great food, great coffee. You guys, Fillmore might be there. That's true. Itty bitty beeb. So. We'll definitely be there. And then also Portland, Denver, there will be a meetup. And depending on like what we do with our Portland weekend trip, we might head to San Fran to see Cursed Child there as well. So if we do end up doing that, we'll also host a meetup in San Fran. Um, and I want to thank everybody who did come to the meetup, first off, for coming. And second, for um, listening to our rules about mask and vax that was super cool that everyone was Mm -hmm. really chill about that and as meetups go on like we'll just you know we might need to record it again we might not so we'll see what happens um it'll be on the post whenever we do it obviously but i just that was really cool to see everyone show up and be respectful and nice about that totally i appreciated it almost a 30 minute weekly profit (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> it's fine i knew it was gonna be long if we were gonna talk about that <laughs> yeah i kind of figured because like this is like a part three of a chapter that it might not be 
that long. Do you know who so. we are? I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, also, people in the chat are asking if I have pictures of Fillmore, and indeed I do. So, pat- uh, patrons, here, here you go. Gonna drop some. Okay. Anyway. I will drop them after I complete my section here. Make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends, because if you like us, then maybe they will, too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast. We are legitimately going to be editing and putting out Philly videos first before we do any of our backlog stuff, just because, like, we want to, like, just get those out. Relevant, you know. Oh. Legitimately go legitimately legitimately on like for real for real. <laughs> um, hopefully those will be dropping within a week. That's the goal. Hold her to make it. sure that <laughs> do it. <laughs> Hold us to it. Uh, make sure that you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. By supporting our podcast, it keeps us going and it gives you access to our Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish Swag Boxes, which are legitimately, again, using that word, almost ready to ship. Um, keep an eye out for so close. an update on that. Like, so we close. are so close. We're waiting on, like, one thing. So <sighs> thank you all so much for your support and your patience on those boxes. As soon as these go out. We're starting on the July ones. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so serious about that. I'm not. This is not happening again. Like we oh have really good ideas for July. So I'm really excited. Anyway, if you'd like to send your Potter stories, any fun things, questions or concerns, you can do so to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Could you rattle that off in your sleep? No, probably not. <laughs> I'm not that good. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, Catherine. Lay it on me, teeth. People of the world. Let's get ready for the recap. (laughs) I thought that that might be appropriate because we're playing Quidditch. I like it. Okay. (laughs) But don't be like Zach Smith. Uh, I can't make make any kind of promises. (laughs) I might just be a stinker tonight. (laughs) You know. So I don't know if I can actually say this word because... I just wanted to write it because it's a funny word. I think it's fine. All right. So Ron thinks that he's totally bollocks at Quidditch and he takes his anger out on everyone. I think he smashed Demelza in the face on accident, but still. Um, He tells Harry he's going to quit the team after tomorrow's match. So Harry comes up with the idea to casually pretend to slip some Felix into his drink the next morning. And so far, things really have been looking pretty lucky. I remembered to do the summary this week. Proud of you. Really proud of you when I saw that in there. (laughs) It's Quidditch time. (laughs) Zachariah Zachariah Smith is commenting, commentating, and Harry couldn't be happier. LOL. (laughs) We get to hear Weasley as our king in the positive light, and we discover that Harper is a real twit. Or Pratt, whatever you want to say. And he calls Ron a blood traitor. Harry reveals after the win that Ron didn't get any lucky potion, but then that makes Ron mad at Hermione. And Hermione cries and runs off instead of going to the party, which is good because when Harry gets there, Ron is full-on snogging Lav Lav. However, Hermione 
still saw it and is upset that Ron and Lav are making out. And then she sets some birds on Ron for revenge. Hashtag girl power. Oh, my gosh. What a whirlwind. It really is, though. Man, teenage drama. These birds. These birds. These love birds. These birds. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Megan. That was quite colorful. Yeah, I tried. You enjoyed it. <laughs> colorful. So, the Quidditch match has started. And the voice of the commentator was jarringly different than usual. well there you go there they go and i think we're all surprised to see the team that potters put together this year many thought given ronald weasley's patchy performance as keeper last year that he might be off the team but of course a close personal friendship with the captain does help Mm. weep womp can you take a seat zach smith in the hose he's here (laughs) And I, for one, can't wait. <laughs> so the Slytherins were all enjoying this match so far, but Harry is annoyed because he heartily dislikes Smith. We've talked about him before, right? He heartily dislikes who? Zach Smith? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, heartily. And that's uh, that's a quote directly from the book. Just saying. Um, Even though he's in the GA... He, uh, well, he was in the DIA, I guess I should say. Uh, nobody likes him. So that's probably because he's not a nice person. He's pretty critical. Kind of rude. How come they got two bad puffs, man? I don't like Ernie Mac. Listen. But and I don't like Zach Smith. No, he's basically the worst. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Slytherin then attempts a goal, and it was the player something. Can somebody help me with this word? Urquhart? Urquhart sounds... That sounds promising. Urquhart. Because I was going to say Uruquat. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What is wrong with us? Uruquat? Yeah, like a kumquat, but... Okay. <laughs> oh my god. My, my abs think, hurt around I this think... poor this poor innocent <laughs> baby is like, why are you squeezing me? Oh, oh gosh. So during the 1996-1997 school year, he was the captain of the Slytherin Quidditch team. Just, I assume, a last name, because there is no first. Um, and that's how people in the Potterverse tend to call each other by their last names. Um, he's, quote, new to the squad and had not held any position on the team before. So it kind of seems odd that he's made captain, um, you know, playing as a chaser during the match against Gryffindor. And this <laughs> now I don't even know what to say because I have... <laughs> whatever you said in my head Urquhart, Urquhart there you go um, shook Harry's hand and was like quote crushing it is there a pronunciation thing on the, the wiki I don't see I don't see Um, but there is yeah. a possible relation to an Elphia stone Urquhart, a high-ranking official at the Department of Magical Law Enforcement that um, was a colleague 
and oh, husband of Minerva McGonagall. Oh, I forgot that that was his name. Oh yeah, Me that's too. why. Oh, Elvenstone husband of McGonagall. I know. I read that and I was like, oh well. Well, there you go. But then I was like, what does that mean? Like, what is that? But there is a castle named Urquhart Castle. Is it pretty? It is, if you click the link. I mean, it's kind of like... Dilapidated? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I was trying to. It's telling me we have to wear a face covering, but I'm not visiting, so... I'm not going to wear one over the internet. But yeah, so there's that. It's pretty. Oh, it's like... It's in Scotland. In Inverness. You want to know what that means? By Nessie. Nessie's there. <gasps> you, you nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, do you even know what that's from? No. Maybe it's why smile, I... though. Breaking Dawn, part two. <laughs> you what? nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't remember that. Uh, oh, go give did it a I, watch. Did I block that out and you just... <laughs> Made it come to the surface again? Maybe. Um, yeah. Shame. Anyways, so Harry is gritting to himself as he's diving amongst the chasers, searching for the snitch. And 30 minutes go by, and Gryffindor is leading by 60 points to zero. Ron was making some truly spectacular saves, some of them even by the tips of his gloves. And Ginny had scored four of the six goals for the team. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. So luckily, this stopped Smith from saying that the only reason why the Weasleys were on the team was because they were friends with Harry Potter. However, Smith then decided to start in on Peaks and Coot instead. And you don't mess with Jimmy Peaks. <laughs> Jimmy Peaks. Jimmy Peaks. And Smith was hole. saying that. <laughs> Coot isn't the usual build for a beater and that they usually have more muscle than that. And so Harry yells, hit a bludger at him. And he yells this as he like zooms past Coot. But Coot was grinning broadly and he chose to aim the next bludger at Harper instead, who was just passing Harry in the opposite direction. And Harry was pleased to hear the dull thunk that meant the bludger had found its mark. There's nothing like (laughs) kids, you know. Hitting crazy stuff at each other in the air. I just think this is great. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yep. Oh, Harry James Potter is... Um, that That's kind of an unkind thing, sir. <laughs> Anywho. The Gryffindor team... What does it team... deserve? I mean, Harper literally calls Ron a blood traitor, so... I'm not going to answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, educator. That's the Tell me when it's allowed. This is the Griff- <laughs> This is the Gryffindor response. I'm not going to answer your question. Because <laughs> you know what I'm thinking. Um, so the Gryffindor team seems like they could do no wrong, right? This is the potion working, right? No. Wink, wink. Nudge, <laughs> nudge. So they scored over and over again. And Ron's, like, saving the quaffle with the greatest of ease, and he's actually smiling. And the crowd starts singing, Weasley is our king. And Ron is actually conducting them from 
the Quidditch hoops. That's Weasley so fun. Weasley is our king. Weasley is our king. He didn't let the Quaffle in. Weasley is our king. Weasley can't save anything. He never leaves a single ring. That's why Gryffindors all sing. Weasley is our king. I love how they took a derogatory song, flipped it. Yep. Boom. It is pretty great. It is pretty great. Love it. Suck on that, Slytherin. So just then, a snide voice is in Harry's ear. Quote, thinks he's something special today, doesn't he? Said the snide voice. And Harry was nearly knocked off his broom as Harper collided with him hard, deliberately, and said, your blood traitor pal. And Madam Hooch's back is turned. And though all the Gryffindors in the um, audience saw what was happening, but by the time that Madam Hooch looks around to see, Harper had already sped off in the opposite direction. Who is this Harper? (laughs) Who is this Hans? Harper (laughs) is another no first name friend on the Slytherin Quidditch team. Uh, Must have started in 1992, sorted into Slytherin. Was described by Ginny as an idiot <laughs> during the. It's in the first blurb on the wiki. <laughs> during the 1996-1997 school year, he was a reserve seeker for the Slytherin Quidditch team and played against Gryffindor when Draco Malfoy um, was off doing Death Eater dude stuff. So yeah, seeker Death Eater dude. Probably a sympathizer. If he's saying stuff like blood traitor. Um, not a good egg. Not a good egg. I will say. And Harry, being Harry, is determined to get back at him. So he chased after him, determined to ram him back. I'm going to ram him. Go get him, Harry. So we hear uh, good old Z Smith. <laughs> Go. I gotta find that on my phone somewhere. Play it every time. <laughs> oh my god! Please. That'd be great. Bev. And I think Hop of Slytherin <laughs> seen the snitch. Oh, good. Yeah, keep going. What? Yeah, that's what Z Smith oh, says. That's it. That's the yeah. End of the quote. Sorry. And no. I think Hop of Slytherin seen the snitch. That was so good. Thanks. <laughs> but Harry is like Zacharias is an idiot. Except Harry's wrong because. Harper had not just sped upward at random. He had, in fact, seen the snitch and was closing in on it. And Harry was not closing in on it. And Gryffindor was only up by 100 points, which meant they were about to lose. And Harry doesn't want to lose his first match as captain, let alone like ever lose a match because, you know, Gryffindor. So Harry desperately <laughs> yells, Oi, Harper, how much did Malfoy pay you to come on instead of him? Oh so British. Thing. I like your shouty capital British person. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and um, it miraculously worked because Harper fumbles the snitch, you know, like a football player would fumble the football. Okay. And he misses it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, know, I just know that Megan doesn't care about football, so it was funny to me. <laughs> so Harry flies right past him, swipes the snitch, catching it, and he flies back down to the ground, quite excited. 
and holds the snitch up. It's very reminiscent to me of like the first year whenever he gets it. Lisa didn't try to swallow it. Am yeah, I true. right? Yeah. Um, so the crowd realizes what happens because like it all happened just so fast <clears throat> and the game is over and the whole team like comes over and they're hugging him. And Jenny, though, speeds right past the whole team and crashes into the commentator's podium. <laughs> I love that. Like, quite literally, like, wood splintered everywhere. And how is she not hurt? I don't know. Because <laughs> she's Ginny Weasley. Right. And Ginny just tells McGee, forgot to break, Professor. Sorry. Oh my God. Yeah, what right. Fibberoni. Right. <laughs> Fibberoni? Uh, so yeah. Harry breaks free of the rest of the team and comes to hug Ginny. But then let's go quickly because I feel like he's just thinking in his head about like how he doesn't want to upset Ron. Yeah. Um. So he just like avoids her gaze after that and then claps, clapped a cheering Ron on the back instead as they all left the pitch. Uh, in the changing room, Dean announces that Seamus says there's going to be a party in the common room. And Ron and Harry are the last ones in the changing room. But Herm comes in she looks upset she looks like she i like i know this look on her face it's like the yeah i have to have a really hard conversation with you i don't want to and i'm upset about it type of thing um so she i know it's so hard so she takes a deep breath and she says i want a word with you harry you shouldn't have done it you heard slughorn it's illegal and then ron demands what are you gonna do turn us in because, like, I don't think that she would, but, like, she's going to try to push them to do the right thing if that is actually something Harry did, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he led her on to believe, and Ron, that this is what he did. So, like, you cannot blame her for thinking it happened. But she, like, also cheated. Well. <laughs> it's okay when she does it. Oh, okay. It's just tryouts. It wasn't a game. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just a scrimmage. <laughs> uh so Harry grins though looking back at them and just goes, "What are you two talking about?" like being all sly. And Hermione is like really upset though. She's like, "You know perfectly well what we're talking about. You spiked Ron's juice with lucky potion at breakfast." Felix Felic- Felicius. And Harry just goes, "No, I didn't." And Hermione's like, yes, you did, Harry. And that's why everything went right. There were Slytherin players missing and Ron saved everything because genuinely like Uh, that, like uh, a lot went in their favor. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, truly, like it was just it was it was lucky, but it was just like fate. Yes. Um, But like her rattling all these things off. That's what really does this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yikes. She's about to be in trouble with Ron. So (laughs) Harry goes, I didn't put it in, he said with a grin. He showed them the bottle and that it was still full and still sealed with wax. I wanted Ron to think I'd done it. So I faked it when I knew you were looking. You saved everything because you felt lucky. You did it all yourself talking to Ron. And Ron is just astounded. He's like, there really wasn't anything in the pumpkin juice. 
but the weather's good and Vasey couldn't play. I honestly haven't been given Lucky Potion. And Harry just shook his head. And this immediately then makes him just round on Hermione because he's already like they like they haven't been feeling the best already. Well, and she she said it's like when you used to like fight with somebody who really knows how to push your buttons. Like she said everything negative that he was like already feeling about himself. So she like confirmed all those things. On yeah. top of that, like he obviously has feelings for her. And so hearing it come out of her mouth is not yeah. a good thing. And so automatically, like, what do you do to defend yourself? What do you do to make yourself feel better? You attack. Yeah. <laughs> and literally, she will also attack. Right. Yeah. Um, And like she truly meant no harm by anything that she said. She was just Stating again, she thought, <laughs> yeah, she was led on to think that he was lucky in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ron rounds on her and then he imitates her voice and says, you added Felix Felicis to Ron's juice this morning. And that's why he saved everything. See, I can save goals without help, Hermione. And like, honestly, I think that this is unfair towards her, but also this is Ron. And like Tiffany just said, she said everything he was thinking. And he feels like it's now confirmed that that is what people think of him. Yeah. So Hermione tries to say she never said that he couldn't. And to remind him that he also thought he'd been given it too. True. But Ron had already strode past her out of the door with his broomstick over his shoulder, like clearly not wanting to talk about this, not wanting to talk to her. Um, and Harry is just <laughs> poor so, Harry. Er, Harry. Er, Harry. Harry had not expected this. Um, so he goes, uh, shall, shall we go up to the party then? No, Harry. We, we shan't. <laughs> and that's pretty much what Hermione says. She Except she's blinking back tears. And she says, you go. I'm sick of Ron at the moment. I don't know what I'm supposed to have done. It's, she couldn't this, win that. This no, she like couldn't. The only way moments. she could have won that is if she would have confronted Harry alone. Yes. Right. It's one of those it. moments where, like, the argument gets, like, it's built up over a course of however much time, and then there's just, like, a lot of feelings going around, and, like, nothing that would have been said would have been good. Yeah. Like, it just would have, it just would have turned out this way, and that's, I hate those moments, because there's, like, moments like that in other books, too, where you're, like, in this messy climax of it, and you're just like, I I just want to read past this and get to the happy parts. Yeah. Ugh. Are there happy parts? I can't after after this, no, no, we stopped after four. <laughs> it's also four, four. so awkward when they're fighting, yeah, like especially reading it from like Harry's point of view. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So she storms out of the changing room too. Harry's left all alone. Um, so he starts to slowly walk back to the castle. There's still crowds from the pitch, and people are shouting congrats at him. Like, Harry gets this win that he wants, and now he can't even enjoy it properly because his best friends are ticked off at each other. Um, and in the book, it says that he, he felt a sense of letdown 
because he was sure like if Ron wins this match, he went through this whole thing to set it up so that Ron would like feel good about himself. Like, see, you didn't need a potion. It's all you. And then it just backfires on him in a way I never would have foreseen coming. Um, He was sure if Ron had won this match that him and Hermione would be friends again immediately. Um, Quote, he did not see how he could possibly explain to Hermione that what she had done to offend Ron was kiss Victor Crumb. (laughs) Not when the offense had occurred so long ago. So again, this has been building for actually a long time. Um, So the party in Gryffindor Tower is in full swing by the time he gets there. I don't really think he's in the mood for it anymore. Um, He's thinking, I don't think I'll see Hermione there. I need to look for Ron. Um, There's more cheers and clapping when he comes in. There's this mob of people congratulating him. It's just like he thought because a couple chapters back we were talking about how if he won, everyone was going to be saying how they knew it all along. And if he lost, it's kind of the same thing. Like it was, he couldn't really win, but at least this way people are happy with him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So he's trying to shake off the creepy brothers. Those guys are still all on his case. Um, a large group of giggling girls and he's just trying to find Ron so he finally gets away from Romilda Vane who is very heavily hinting she would like to go to Slughorn's Christmas party with him foreshadowing right gonna poison your best friend (laughs) just kidding she doesn't poison him she just you know gives him a terrible potion sets up sets up the scene for him to get poisoned Yes. Um, and he walks straight into Ginny. Ooh. And she has Arnold on her shoulder, which I just like when we get these little mentions of the tiny things like this. Mm-hmm. And there's Crookshakes following her around because I think he wants a fluffy little snack. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh, I didn't even realize. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, Crookshanks knows that she's, like awesome person and animals always know like good people and then now that you mention that he's probably hungry yep yeah oops yeah could ask scabbers where to hide milk jugs work can you imagine if crookshanks actually like fulfilled that goal of eating scabbers well it's not just scabbers <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Do you turn back into a person? I was going to say, what I'm like, what <laughs> if happens? you die? If you get eaten by a nasal <laughs> or a part nasal, what happens if you're in your animagus form? Like, what if you turn back to a human in the belly? Ew. I'm just asking well, the questions that need to be I asked. I think both of them would be no more. Okay, I like Crookshanks too much. Right. <laughs> I can't think about that anymore. Um, so Jenny says, looking for Ron, she asked, smirking. He's over there, the filthy hypocrite. Harry looked into the corner she was indicating. There, in full view of the whole room, stood Ron, wrapped so closely around Lavender Brown, it was hard to tell whose hands were whose. I'm embarrassed. I have secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> fictional character. I know. Ugh. It looks like he's eating her face, doesn't it? <laughs> said, said Jenny dispassionately. Uh. But I suppose he's got to refine his te- technique somehow. Good game, Harry. She pats him on the arm, and Harry uh. just fell in love. Now he feels a swooping sensation in his tum-tum. <laughs> a swooping sensation. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so Harry turns away from Ron, quote, who did not look like he would be surfacing soon. <laughs> it's, the, it's the writing for me. <laughs> um, and he just catches out of the corner of his eye. The portrait hole just closed. He's got this sinking feeling. He's pretty sure he just saw some bushy brown hair whip out of sight. Mm. He's a really good friend because he goes after her. I think that's very sweet. Yeah. Um, and he finds her in the first unlo- unlocked classroom that he tries. And she's sitting on the teacher's desk with a small ring of twittering yellow birds circling her head. And Harry thinks he's pretty impressed with her spell work at a time like this because he knows that she is upset. I think they did this really good in the movies. The scene yeah. is really well done. It's set up a little bit differently, but generally it's pretty identical. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really good. Um, So her first, her voice is described as brittle when she tells Harry, she says hi and that she's just practicing. And Harry awkwardly is like, oh yeah, they're, they're really good. <laughs> he has no idea what to say to her. Um, and he starts thinking, well, maybe she didn't see Ron. But then she says, Ron seems to be enjoying the celebrations. And Harry's like, oh, is he? And she's like, don't pretend you didn't see. Ron wasn't exactly trying to hide it. Um, And just then the door burst open, quote, to Harry's horror, Ron came in laughing, pulling Lavender by the hand. I am cringing just thinking about this. Lavender says, oops, he and giggles and backs out of the room door shuts there's a horrible swelling billowing silence i can feel this and it's very uncomfortable yes yeah hermione's staring at ron who refused to look at hermione and instead does something i would do and is awkward and does this weird bravado voice and it's like hi harry wondered where you got to and (laughs) hermione slides off the desk little birds circling her i thought this was a really weird description um she looked like a strange feathery model of the solar system (laughs) (laughs) um she quietly tells ron you should leave or you shouldn't leave lavender alone she'll wonder where you've gone she's slowly walking to the door she's a little stiff ron's looking like whoo nothing nothing worse had happened And then something worse happens. Uh, Hermione shouts, a pugno. And all those little birds come flying at Ron's face. Uh, Her her expression is described as wild. And they come at him like speeding bullets. They're attacking and pecking and clawing at any bit of him they can. And he's yelling, come off me, come off me. And with one last look of vindictive fury, Hermione wrenches open the door and disappears. And Harry thinks he hears her sob before the door closes. I have to bring this back up because every time I see this, I think of this uh, moment in Shrek 2 where Snow White gets all the animals from the forest to like join the fight. And it's that song that starts out. <laughs> and they all like run out of the woods and start attacking. Oh my gosh. Shrek. Oh and it's my God. so good. We talk about Shrek a lot on this podcast. Oh but my God. honestly, like, 
I don't know. This whole thing is like, one, it's awkward for Harry, and he's sad to see his friends do this. Ron is snogging with probably his second choice person, which is also sad because they are not on the same wavelength. And clearly Hermione is very upset by this. But honestly, like, communication. Let's talk about it. Yeah. (sighs) Let's not set birds on people. (sighs) Can I mention a funny Shrek thing I found on the internet the other day? Yeah, please. Someone posted. (laughs) Their name is Sagaharius. Like (laughs) Sagaharius. Uh, they said, last night I had this dream where Shrek was turned into a lady ogre and Fiona was asked if it was cool with her and she said, yes, I'm bi- bisexual." <laughs> and oh I woke up God. crying. <laughs> and I woke up crying? <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you see what Mia said in the chat? I found a post-it note inside the front cover of my original copy that says... Hath no fury like a woman and her canaries. Amen. Oh, my, can Amen. I make that the episode title? I love yes. that. Okay. Well, not the curse. Heck. Hath. No yeah, fury. say heck. I realize Hermione shouldn't have done that, but I kind of like it. <laughs> I see. I can understand that. So, yeah. like, like in my mind, I know, like, you don't solve problems like that. Blah, 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 blah. And truly. Yeah. And that's what I'll preach to the end of this day. However, if I'm in that situation, I'm an Aries. And I am quite irrational sometimes when it comes to my feelings. And whatever I'm feeling is what I'm feeling. And sometimes I'm fiery. I'm always fiery. And I'm just going to just going to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. And is it right? No, but did it happen? Yes. Yeah. But to all of the people out there, we are not preaching this to you. <laughs> Please don't hurt people physically. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I um yeah. I feel like that's something that Megan would have done. Yes. Glad I never ticked you off that way. <laughs> don't make her mad if she has magical canaries. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Lightning bolt round? Oh shoot. Yeah. I have a question. I have a question while you look them up. What is Ron and Lavender's like ship name? Oh, okay. Their couple name. Okay. Okay. Lonald. Lonald! All right. Well, now it's over because that's the best (laughs) one. (laughs) What about Rav Rav? Rav Rav. Oh my God. Ravender. Ravender. No. No, Megan's wins. Do you hear that? No, I hear Marty and Alana playing some kind of game. Iggy was banging the cabinet over and over For and food? over. No, he's no to be let out. Oh, sorry, puke like, face. Boom, Not today. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, we have a lot of questions. Okay. Kim asks, do you think Ron kissed Lavender in front of everyone to get back at Hermione for kissing Crumb or to prove to Ginny she was wrong? Um, no, I don't. Not, not, not per se. I feel like that whole thing has been built up throughout this entire book that they've been at Hogwarts because 
Lavender's been there making comments to Ron, hanging around Ron, blah, blah, blah. Um, but like, is it a perk for him? Probably. I feel like this is just something that happened because he's 16 and a girl wanted to kiss him. Uh, yeah, he I wanted think... to kiss her. <laughs> yeah, so I why think not? He was all fired up and already angry at Hermione. He's got feelings of Hermione. He goes up to the party. There's Lavender who is going to fawn all over him because he just had a phenomenal game. Yeah. And he's going to be like, you know what? I'm feeling good. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Angry. Get ready for chap lips, bro. My lips are chapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay carolyn asks do you think lavender first developed feelings for ron when he asked to see uranus or later on <laughs> kindly discuss <laughs> God, who asked this question kara oh. <laughs> you saucy thing uh, oh, i'm gonna boy. say yeah that whole that whole storyline started right then and there Yep, headcanon accepted. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I just, yeah, like, I, I also wonder, like, I wonder how many other girls actively have crushes, like, on Harry, but Harry is so razor-focused on the things that Harry razor-focuses on, a.k.a. Voldemort. What's a razor-focus? Like, sharp focus. You mean laser? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love how I literally had justification in my head for why I said that? <laughs> You're like the, the team in the dodgeball movie. This is Razor. I was saying like Razor Edge, like sharp focus. Yeah, I know. I love you so much it hurts sometimes. Oh, I was like, I've never heard of Razor focus. <laughs> Shut up. Oh man! Oh. Should we do a subscription box like uh, one of those razor companies? Oh my god! Razor focus. <laughs> oh my god! Shave I'm tired. Swish <laughs> saving. Oh, anyway, oh, uh, I would so be interested to see Harry. how much Harry's talked about in the girls' dormitory. That's all I was saying. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> it's a lot. I'm sure it's a lot. But also, like, how many people, like, see Ron, not necessarily just see Ron because he's with, like, Harry, but, like, actually like Ron. Ron is a funny guy. He's funny. He's funny. He's a likable dude. A little emotion from time to time, but who isn't, you know? Do you think they call Harry Hottie Potter? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Yeah, sure. Oh, man. Sive asks, what type of injury do you think a Quidditch game would pause for? None. Oh, like God. literally death. Yeah, for real. Harry falling off his broom for you. But like Harry that doesn't even anything. stop the game. That I doesn't think... stop the game because he they lose. They lose. <laughs> <laughs> they lose, and he loses his broom. Yeah, and so like stop, stop. Mm, wait, death. Well, Harry. No, I mean it stopped when Harry. Uh. Oh, wait, did he catch the snitch set? Yeah. When he lost all the bones in his arm? It's the Harry Potter effect. I think he does. will stop for Harry Potter. Did he catch the snitch before that? I think so. He caught it. He caught it and then it hit his arm. I think. No, he... Well, I'm getting confused So the match was over anyway. Anywho, we know this book. Um, 
So nothing. <laughs> you have to die. Yeah. yeah. Or catch the snitch. <laughs> Uh, Sam asks, this is fun. I don't know if any of us will come up with something, but let's, let's contemplate. If you had a song about you, like Weasley is our King, what would it be? What would be the tagline? Um, uh, it would be, it would be Katie, Katie got snacks to the tune of baby got back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Katie's got <laughs> I like that. Oh, let's see. What would my, I don't know. Breakfast at Tiffany's. I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, God, Rusty Mary Hippogriffs. My uh, original thought to be oh written by gosh. the author. It's that right. good. It's that good, man. <laughs> Mine would be Megan is so razor focused. <laughs> razor focus. Razor focus. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh my, oh my gosh! Um, we need shirts that say "Razor Focus." <laughs> Kim says, "If you were Hermione, what would you do to Ron?" I mean, I probably would have sent the canaries at him. Are you conjuring canaries, or do you want to conjure something else? I'm conjuring rattlesnakes. Oh my Jeez. goodness! Okay. I would. He's dying. <laughs> <laughs> I would have I would conjure spiders and then have them go at him oh, yeah. because he's terrified of them, but I mean, not you... like deadly spiders. I was but, gonna you say know. you could do like daddy long legs. And yeah, that, that'd be right. no. so, like he wouldn't die, but like he'd be scared. Drama. I would just have the canaries poop on him. Oh my god! All right, take uh, a shower. I don't know. I'd probably hit him right in the face. No, I don't know. I. I... I'm bad with confrontational situations like that. Me too. Oh, I, you hurt me. <laughs> it's fine. I tend to think of things after the fact, and that's way too late. That's the worst. You'll be like in the shower later, and you're like, oh, why didn't I see that? And I always this. cry. Right. I always oh, cry. Yeah. And I know, I hate me too. It. I hate and it. And I'm too. like, quit crying. And then I can't. Yeah, sometimes if I get really, really mad. Have you ever cried in front of your boss? Yes, but yeah, not me too. because I, hate I was it. like mad at them. Oh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood, I have a great boss. <laughs> um, next question is from Emily. What is the name of my shouty capital British voice? Oh, geez. oh my god! Can I hear it again? What? Sh- what? Hold on. Let me find a line again. What was it? Harry going Oi Harper Oi Harper How much did Malfoy pay you to come on instead of him? It sounds like a very bro person I know I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a bro name A very Chad. sports ball person Chad. Chad Chad Sorry to any Chads that I called you bro-ish Oh man Chad Chad Reginald. Reginald <laughs> I'm going with Reginald Thank you Emily in the chat. Except British so it would be Chadwick Chadwick oh My God, uh, It's between Reginald and Chadwick Reg You're Reg, Reg. That makes me think of uh, Jethly Hollows Oh yeah 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 Mary go home get the kids <laughs> Mary 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 <laughs> 
Oh my god. Okay. Uh, Marguerite, why didn't McG get irate with Zacharias? He was rather rude. Is she there? Because he wasn't a Gryffindor, so she wasn't about to be taken million a million points from him. Oh, oh my goodness. my god. We're not doing this with you today. <laughs> but truly, was she there? Yeah, yeah, she like Ginny apologizes to her. She's oh, like, yeah, 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 didn't yeah. break, professor. Yeah, and she um, always gives. She always gave crap to Lee Jordan when he would talk about the other team. No, well, maybe, maybe she felt maybe like she couldn't. Correct. Why wasn't maybe she Sprout felt up like there? she couldn't because she isn't his head of house? Why wasn't Sprout up there? I don't know because she'd lay it down. She really didn't say anything to Luna, did she? When Luna was being all off. She told her to stay on topic a couple times, I think. She probably didn't know what to know. say to Luna, which is the best. Truly. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe maybe she was like, whatever, I'm just going to let it go. She's a Hufflepuff. They're all nice, right? Wrong. Not Zach Smith and Ray Mary. Nikki asks should harry have told hermione why ron was being mean to her no that's not harry's thing to tell her it's not his story to tell yeah that's my take on it katie you want to add anything what did you say i'm sorry should harry have told hermione why ron was being mean to her no yeah that's not that's not his place because then like when you start talking about people and what they're feeling and things like that and it's like you're talking about people behind their back, and that's that's yeah. not something you want yeah. to be doing. Aubrey asks, have you ever been in Harry's position where you try to help a situation, but it just caused more drama? Oh, my God. Story of my life. Probably. I don't, I don't really have any topic or any, like, examples, but sounds like something I would do. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't think Same. of anything. Uh... Runal Waslib. Is Ron walking into this classroom where Harry and Hermione are alone the beginning of his suspicions of the two of them in seven? I think we've actually already seen some suspicions. Uh, yeah, I, I feel can't like remember, that's but... just an insecurity of Ron's from get go a long time yeah. ago. I feel like this just adds to the list. I mean, there's there's plenty of times even if they're just like sitting together where he's probably like thinking about it just because it's already in his head so them being alone in the classroom as he's pulling somebody in the classroom (sighs) to snog well what does he think that they're doing because of what's his on his mind you know what i mean like if i'm doing this then you are probably doing this too you know what i mean um, yeah. not necessarily yeah. that everybody thinks like that that's just something that could be going on but I think it's just on the whole laundry list of reasons why Harry and Hermione were snogging inside that horcrux yeah I think Ron has some anxiety yeah for sure I do not believe anybody had a bingo today however Ravenclaw again won you're wow. <laughs> no we they will did send the message to sauce 280 points for Ravenclaw Ooh. congratulations Caw, killing Caw, it you stinkers <laughs> killing it alright who wants a fan story I do all right, this one. Oh my goodness, I didn't pull what year it came from. 
Meg, would you be able to Google that name? It should come up. Not Google. <laughs> Don't Google their name. Just Google In our Google. email. Just Google it. Yeah. Um, so this story comes from Miriam. Hello, here is my fan story of Harry Potter and Swish and Flick. I hope you enjoy it. My name is Miriam and I live in Germany. I'm a Ravenclaw. Hey, perfect. You won the cup today. <laughs> I got the first Harry Potter book for my ninth birthday from my grandfather. The book had won a prize for youth literature in Germany and he thought that it would be a good present for his bookworm granddaughter. I read everything I could get my hands on. It's from April of 21. Nice. Thank you. Uh, my family was on their way to our summer holiday in Greece. We went there by car and ferry, and I remember how I opened the book in the waiting room of the ferry terminal in Venice and thought, well, I don't know. I read the first couple of pages and put it away. Unfortunately, I finished the other books I brought to our holiday before the holiday was over. So I picked up the book again and fell in love. I have read all the books as soon as they came out, the last two ones even in English, since I didn't want to wait for the German translation. I watched the movies uncountable times. I even had two friend movie groups to watch them with. In high school, we called ourselves Dumbledore's Army and in university, The Order of the Phoenix. Hmm. I love the German audiobooks read by Rufus Beck, and they are the best. I read the books thousands of times, listened to the audiobooks, and watched the movies, especially when I didn't feel good, especially when I was sick. I do stuff like that, too. About two years ago, I really got into podcasts, found your Harry Potter podcast, and have been catching up on the episodes since. I'm a mother to a little girl of two, and your episodes have accompanied me on, a, on long stroller walks and also lying in bed waiting for the little lady to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. You making me laugh doesn't help here sometimes, but sometimes I just can't hold it in. Yesterday, I listened to episode 135, called The Cat is Cute. And I think <laughs> I love I'm sorry, but like when people say the titles, I'm just like, what were we talking about? I, I don't know. I, also I actually the same thing. I'm like, I actually oh, know what hmm. this one is. Oh, what is that one? You meant to say Iggy is the cutest cat and you said he's the cat is cute. Oh, that I remember that now. If it has to do with my cats, I'm probably going to. Well, yeah, that's it. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> So yesterday I listened to episode 135 and I think Sarah said tomorrow is Friday the 13th and suddenly I felt so connected because on the on Friday the 13th 2020 I got married. I nice. love that. Yeah. It was our lucky day since it was Aww. the last time for a long time still waiting for the end to have all our family and friends together. In Germany mm. the schools closed on the 16th. So so thanks for that beam of light on a grayish April day. And thanks for your podcast. It is so much fun remembering all the details and learning new background information. I never really was that much into Pottermore, etc. I can't wait for my daughter to grow older so I can read her the books. A special shout out to you, Katie. Probably reading this. Yeah, you're correct. I have a friend, actually, my oldest friend from toddlerhood, and you remind me a lot of her. Sometimes you say something and I can hear her use the same kind of words, only in German. And that feels great since we don't see each other that much. I moved away, had a baby, she has school, and we all live in a pandemic. I wish you all the best. Stay healthy and happy and just how you are. Greetings from Germany. If you are ever going to visit the South, let me know. Miriam, mm. P.S. Sorry for any kind of mistakes. My English is a bit rusty. I thought it was great. It was yeah, great. Truly. Um, I'm honored that I remind you of your friend. That is awesome. Your friend must be great. Aww. Get out of here, Tiff. And thank you for your story. I super yeah. love that you called yourself Dumbledore's Army and Order of the Phoenix. That's the best. I also love that you got the first book from your your grandfather. I think that yes. that's 
adorable. I don't um I don't have a whole lot of like there's not a lot of bookish memories with my grandfather. All of mine are very like kiss your first fish that you caught. So like <laughs> I'm so alone in like my nerdiness. <laughs> I get other things from my grandfather's, but like that's so cool that you guys share that. Like that's that's an awesome bond that you have. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. You also are a lot like all of a lot of us who, you know, read the first couple of pages of Potter and we're like, nah, what's the hype about? And then finally you realize when you get far enough. So welcome to the club. Truly. So thanks for your story. Yeah. Thank you. Um, in honor of one of my favorite literary characters of all time, Remus Lupin. It's his birthday today Happy that birthday, we're recording Remus. this. Remus. <laughs> so I'll do I'll do a Remus joke from my book oh, that I opened to and I was super excited about. What would happen if you gave Professor Lupin a time turner? He'd look hotter. I mean, oh that's God. impossible to even happen, but you'd get a wen wolf. What? <laughs> Instead of a werewolf, a wen wolf. I don't get it. <laughs> Because it's time turner. Because it's a time one instead of where. Oh. <laughs> God, Tiffany, get it together. I'm sorry, I'm not razor focused tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was on. I love that. <sighs> good, good joke, oh. Katie. <laughs> sorry, I ruined it. You loved it, didn't you? I loved, you loved it so it. much. <laughs> Everybody, go make sure that you follow me and Katie on social media. Oh. We're at the Petrus <laughs> family. Uh, but you don't need to follow Tiffany, even though she is at TiffSwish underscore flick on Instagram. Don't so mad at me. It was just a joke. <laughs> oh, man. So aside from going to Philadelphia, I have been cruising through these Throne of Glass books. So I am on Queen of Shadows. I just finished Assassin's Blade. So Assassin's Blade is the prequel. And I read it after I read book Air of Fire. Three. I think book three is Air of Fire. I know for sure the title is Air of Fire. I think it's book three. Um and honestly, so the internet has a lot of feelings about where this prequel should be read. A lot of people say that you need to read the books in like publication order. Some people say, no, you need to read the prequel and then the rest. Um, so clearly I didn't go that route. But I love the choice that I made. I wasn't confused by anything when I started with Throne of Glass. Um, I just I, I, I just love the connections that I made from the prequel to where I am now because a lot of that information from the prequel is pulled into Queen of Shadows. So I really, I'm really, 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 really happy with my decision. So <laughs> uh, there's that. But I've been dual reading on Audible... And on Kindle. And it's 
enabling me to like really, 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 really go fast through these books, which I'm kind of like sad, but I also still have a little ways to go. So I'm not like super sad about it. Have not been playing video games lately because I've been reading. And what else what else have I been doing? I've been working out still. Alternate between walking Fazbear and lifting. This morning I lifted. It was nice. And I don't know. Just waiting for spring break. Because your girl is pregnant and tired. <laughs> and I'm ready for a break. I don't blame you. So that's me. Um, hmm. I have been feeling sad about living in Florida the past couple days. Uh, shout out. I just want to say to anybody who lives in Florida, just like, please get out and vote in the next election cycle, because these people do not do things that the people of Florida want. And it is very frustrating and upsetting. Um, and I just want to say that we are here for the LGBTQ plus community uh greatly stand against the don't say gay bill obviously mm -hmm. um i don't have faith that it's going to get vetoed by the governor because he's ron DeSantis. but i just really hope that this next election cycle goes better i that's all you can do is have hope that we can try to make change so that's what i'm trying to focus on um, yeah, and I'm also, I'm also focusing on making sure that I'm speaking out against the things that I love and like what they're doing wrong, like the Disney company, like they did not do what they should have done in regards to this don't say gay bill. Um, and that's not okay. And I think that the most important thing that we can do is call them out on it and hope that they do better. Um, so, yeah, I don't other than that, I did completely different topic change here, but we I started Crescent City, too. I'm absolutely loving it. I'm about halfway through it, I think. Um, I should finish it tomorrow. That is my goal, at least. If I don't finish it tomorrow, I'll definitely finish it by Saturday. Um, and... Yeah, I'm going to I think I'm going to have to take a little contemporary romance break in between Crescent City and Throne of Glass because fantasy really overwhelms me sometimes. And I just like I need those palette cleanser books in between. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll see how I feel. I mean, I don't know. After I finish Crescent City 2, I might just be all gung ho on going right into Throne of Glass. But that's my goal. Is I would to hate that. Just yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I did. I did. Shout out to Audible for having a sale on all the Dang, audiobooks. I did go real. and get all of the audiobooks for um, Throne of Glass. So hopefully yeah. that helps me because for some reason I've really been struggling with focusing, um, focusing on reading for some reason. I also we are officially like three weeks out from being dog moms and I'm feeling very overwhelmed with all of these things that I feel like I need to learn. I got a couple of training books that I want to read through and then I also discovered this really awesome guy on 
YouTube called Zach George, who has like all of these absolutely amazing training videos. So I think that I'm going to try to take some time to make sure to get through a lot of his channel uh, before before we get Fillmore, which means that we're three weeks out from your running challenge. So that's how I'll segue it into Katie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so my prize is going to be a couple cool medals and a puppy, which is pretty exciting. I would run for that. Right? I know. <laughs> and I don't Hi, run. Iggy. Um, yeah, just basically been training. Uh, next week is going to be my longest run I've ever done. It's a nine and a half. <laughs> Good vibes, please. It's going to be you interesting. You can do this. I can do it. I know. It's you it's all mental. It's it mental. is. Your body's really going to be like, I can do this. I mean, you've already done eight, so and what's nine and a half? Yeah, what's another mile and a half? <laughs> I know. I did. I think I talked about this last time, and I did do the eight, and I got back, and Meg's like, so now that you've done eight, do you think you can do ten? Because that's the, the longest in a day I'll be doing it. I was like, you know, I was thinking about that, and at this point, like, your body's already where it's at, so we might as well just keep going. Like, you ever get that different? runner's high that people talk about? Um, I think I experienced it, like, once or twice before. I don't know. It's kind of like it's weird. So, oh, last time I talked about how maybe I would start listening to audiobooks while running. Mm-hmm. So I did try that just on like a one of my shorter 30 minute runs. And I really liked it. It helped it go by faster. Um, I kept bless you. I kept my pace up good. So and I wasn't like distracted like I thought I would. It actually really helped. So that's cool. exciting. That is exciting. That means yeah. like. Dang. I know, like on the longer, like on nine and a half, I know I can listen to a lot. Especially if you bump up that speed. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) You could probably do at least 1.5, I bet. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, build to it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You can't go from one to two in a day. I tried. Yeah, or Meg (laughs) going to 2.7. Listen, I had to get it done. Kara? Whenever you see a 30 hour audio book and you can get it down to I love seeing the cut in half, don't you? Right? Yeah, oh, I'm like, so okay, good. I got 30 to 15. So let's push it a little more. Yeah. Just, just Feels nice. Going. Oh my god. Sarah Sam was yes. listening to me the other day and she's like, "How do you even Do you even know what they're saying?" And I like told her what was going on. And she's like, "Wow." And I'm like, "I don't know." I don't know. Kara said the only runner's high she's ever gotten is feeling lightheaded because of the lack of oxygen getting into her lungs. <laughs> hey, I've been there. I can understand And then that. Sam Gartley said, is 2.7 like auctioneer talk at that point? Pretty much. <laughs> yes, it is. I've you definitely in. have to be honed into it if you're reading it yeah. that fast. And it's like, not just like a put on if, and listen. Yeah, no. If yeah. you get distracted, you are... <laughs> yeah, you've got to be razor focused. <laughs> you got to have that razor focus for sure yeah oh my god but i don't know i'm i'm feeling like i'm getting out of a burnout rut which is nice um not of what just like i don't know i've just, just felt in general really burnt out about everything like yeah. like i can't even place it on one thing just like everything but i feel like i'm coming out of that getting razor razor focused um yeah aside from political Mm. bs 
But it's um, not political. It's not political, but people have made it political. I know. Aside from human rights stuff that has been put into question that shouldn't be, um, things have been good. We went to Disney for a couple of days and got rained on, and it was a ton of fun. Parades yeah. are back, baby. Oh, the parades are back. I literally cried. We had a really good time watching our absolute favorite for parade. We went back to the first showing of it. Though I realized after the fact that a float was missing. Which float? Merida. We don't know oh. if maybe it broke down or. Yeah. I've yeah, watched I'm... that. I've watched that parade many of times with uh, Lady Supreme on YouTube. Yeah, the Merida float was missing. And I, I, I feel like it's going to be back. There must have maybe have just been something wrong with it or like staffing ish. You know, Merida was too busy. I don't know. She had to go chase her three brothers who turned back yeah. into bears. Truly. But well, there were a lot less dancers, but it's still good. When yeah. we did that Mardi Gras parade, like literally one of the floats broke on the way out. I felt and so all those bad people for to the get people off. who were on it who couldn't throw know. beads that night. I know. So that's a sad tweet. Yeah. But yeah, that's oh, and I have officially started Crescent City. I'm on chapter ten. I'm do doing feel? it. In one word, how do you feel? No spoilers. How do I like feel about it? Yeah excited okay. okay. not excited about what's happening just excited mm-hmm. to learn more okay, 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 <laughs> katie's like it's just sad it's Sarah sad. J. Mass for you man it's sad she likes to wreck your life i got to this one part and i looked at megan and said i don't want to read this anymore and she said no you do want to still read it yeah you want and yeah i'm like no you want and the to. next day i had i know you guys know what i'm talking about like you know when you get attached to a character Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I had gotten attached and like I felt this sinking feeling in my stomach like this is just so sad and I was upset I've known <laughs> you for five chapters I know uh, whatever I'll keep reading I guess <laughs> it gets better but also worse right yeah <laughs> oh man my computer died but I'm still here I was gonna say oh. you disappeared sorry I'm still Hi. here you can still hear me um okay. Sam said, how was the Flower and Garden Festival? Food looked amazing. It's my favorite food festival. Yeah. It truly is. It's it really has well. the best food, in my opinion. I always love all the food there. Everything we got today was good. Yeah. Um, But we did not get everything we want to. So obviously going to have to go. There's just so much. We've got to go on a couple trips. Plus, it's expensive. So, like, spread that out. Yeah. yeah for sure. So fun, though. We kind of, like, hit the things we knew we wanted to hit today. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty more, but. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for they're gonna have it's called the Garden Rock series and Simple Plan and Plain White Tees are gonna be there later Cannot this summer. Wait. I'm so excited. Cannot wait. I'm going to all of their shows. Simple <laughs> plan? Yes. Oh yeah. Sign me up, man. I know. <laughs> what song what song do you want them to sing? Throwback. I don't know if they can sing addicted at Disney. I don't know if they can sing addicted at Disney. No, I'm just a kid. kid. Yeah. <laughs> life, life is, is a nightmare. nightmare. Can't I'm just that a kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than I'm addicted to you. I can't even say it. Oh my god! Do you know what I? I forgot to mention this a long time ago, but <laughs> I felt so stupid. Something dumb happened to me. Like I don't know. I probably broke a mug or something stupid. You know, like my usual crazy mornings that happen. And in my head, I was like, how could this happen to me? And I was oh, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like the so saddest emo. simple plan. So, so emo. Oh. 
Amazing. Yep. Well, I know exactly what this is for. What? Being razor focused. (laughs) (laughs) Because I can't. I can't say laser focus anymore. It's razor. You want to know another word that Meg thought was the actual word? Can I say it? I don't know. She thought, well, we can edit it out if you don't like it, but hello, Discord. She thought it was cheapskate. (laughs) What? Not cheapskate. Cheapskate. Yeah. Skake? Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) She said it and I was like, excuse me? (laughs) That was like uh, moment. Yep, that was like in high school. I like said that, and Katie was just like, "What'd you say?" (laughs) (laughs) Cheesecake. Oh my god, God. Megan and Katie's early years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, completely here for it. Okay, well, this is for all those things for not for not saying words correctly. Yep. All right, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just in my voice! That's a hairball. That's a hairball! <laughs> that's, that's a hairball! What's wrong with her? <laughs> oh, where did my mask go? Oh, where did my mask go? Oh, where, 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 where? There it is. Where, 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 where? Did my mask go? <laughs> um, this is a Harry Potter podcast. We say thank Merlin. Thank Merlin. Thank you. You're a goof. A goof. Can you take a seat, Zach Smith? Zach Smith! <laughs> Zach Smith is a fool. <laughs> Wishers.